What's good, family? It's Kat. I'm an entrepreneur, small business owner of A Lot of Locks Hair Suite, located in Southfield, Michigan. I'm a professional lock creative, self-published author of Intro to Starter Locks, A Beginner's Guide, now available on Amazon and Lulu.com. This space was created to celebrate and highlight successful black women entrepreneurs in a community who represents the culture. Get free business tips and resources for black women aspiring to start their own businesses. Our special guest today is Felicia Leatherwood. With over 26 years of experience, Felicia Leatherwood is the world's leading celebrity, natural hairstylist, and inspirational beauty speaker. She conducts natural hair care workshops for audiences around the globe under the brand and slogan, Loving Your Hair with Natural Care. Let's welcome our guest. Welcome our special guest today, Felicia Leatherwood. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for that nice introduction. You did not even have to Go all in. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Well, we want to give you your roses and celebrate you. You are out here doing wonderful things in the community. Um, and with that, uh, it's just so much in the world today going on with natural hair culture. So with that, um, when I began, I began following you when I began my natural hair journey. And that really inspired me to tap into myself and to look at uh, the big issues with natural hair care. Mm -hmm. And I began looking around for styles and things like that to <clears throat> decide on which way I was going to go. So that that was it. what inspired me to begin my life journey. So natural hair is continuing to evolve within the culture. So with you having over 26 years of experience in natural hair care, uh, how did you begin that journey? I mean, honestly, I think um, it started like most stories you've heard where my mom didn't know how to do my hair. Um, everybody else tortured me. So <laughs> I basically just took matters into my own hands and <clears throat> I figured if I can do Barbie's hair, I got to be able to do my own hair. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where it started, really. Yes. Okay. Well, today we're having, at the height of social media being on a rise and uh, everything is so quickly accessible through our fingertips. And in recent news, there has been like many videos circulating about the controversy about the community embracing their natural hair, natural hair being accepted across the board. Um, now we have the Crown Act, the Natural Crown Act, which was created in 2019, which prohibits discrimination and ensure against discrimination, against protective styles like braids and your locks and things like that. What are your thoughts on a natural, on a Crown Act? What are my thoughts on the Crown Act? Yes. You mean in terms of? In terms of, do you think it's too, you know, like why why now? Do you think um, this is something that should have been in place for us? 
Uh, I think that we shouldn't even have to be asking for for this to be <laughs> a part of of history, you know. But we could go on and on about all these things that shouldn't be and should be. At the end of the day, we can choose to change the narrative and create a different one for our own community, our own people. And I, you know, after traveling and working on so many levels of this business, um, it's really in our hands. And I think what we have misunderstood or the miseducation that has been given down to us is that we don't have control or power to change that. And it's not true. There's a lot of us. And, you know, if you go into statistics and they go, oh, well, you know, black people make up 14 percent of the population. That is something a lot of times that when people hear 14 percent or, you know, 15 percent or 20 percent, oh, that's not a lot. But apparently we have evolved the culture in many other cultures. We have put a stamp and a legacy here in this earth that creates rhythm that creates um, flavor, that creates controversy, that people look at and want to emulate and imitate. So when we think that we're too small to make something happen, we're looking at it the wrong way. We actually have so much power and so much power in our voice. And a lot of times when we speak, you don't even have to see our face. You know it's us because of the power in our voice. So I think that when it comes to the Crown Act, I'm very grateful that the women took the lead to make it happen and that they're pursuing it. Um, but I feel that, um, I won't say sad, but just frustrated that we have to, we have a long list of things to pursue, a long list of things to uh, look at. And I think that while we're looking at these things, the worst thing we can do is look at it with our hand asking for help uh, or our seat at the table. We don't need anyone else's table. We built these tables. So the seat at the table is we're already privileged to that seat. Yes. From birth, you know. Um, so I, I just think that a lot of these um, these laws and things that we are trying to fight so hard for should just be governed by our own people. We should be policed by our own people. Everything should just be within our community to handle. We don't need anyone else on the outside telling us that we now have the right to wear our natural hair at work without yes. discrimination. Yes. I agree wholeheartedly with everything that you said, 100%. So I also see that um, with your product line out, you also develop a new product, the detangler brush. Um, when we detangle our hair, uh, our fingers get caught up in our hands, you know, we're losing hair, hair shedding, and it's painful. Um, uncomfortable could you tell us a little bit more about your product and if it's available for purchase to the community so it's not really you know i'm just um i started with the detangler brush 
the detangler brush is where you you would go to brushwiththebest.com and find the brush. The brush was created, you know, a lot of times when people see us, they think, you know, oh, we're just trying to do stuff to make money and to keep money in our pockets. I actually do really do, like, I care. I care about people struggling with their hair. I care about little girls running from combs and brushes and crying. I was that little girl. I actually do care that it's easier for us to do our hair and for us to not feel like we're different, not different in a negative way, mm -hmm. different in a black girl magic way, you know? Right. And so um, I created the detangler brush, um, which is around here somewhere. <laughs> it flexes and opens and moves with the hair. And I really created it originally so that women who had coarse, kinky, texture for hair would not feel like there's anything wrong with their hair and they could brush their hair without issues. I'm a texture for C. Mm -hmm. And I just growing up always felt like I was different, but not different like this is good, different like something's wrong. My hair is not like everybody else's. How come it's difficult? There's no products. Everything hurts. So my mission is to create things that you don't feel like it's a chore or that it's a torture to get your hair done. I want women with coarse, thick textures of hair and children to feel like it's a self-care moment. Like black women, we got to get dive into this self-care a bit more. And so... Now I'm just on this mission of self-care. Like everything we do should all reflect self-care. At the end of your week, I don't care if you got five kids, six kids, eight kids, 10 kids, you should make at least Saturday or Sunday, I would say an hour, two hours or more, your self-care moment. It's important mentally, physically, spiritually that we have that. And I don't think that um, a lot of women of color value themselves to give us. We don't feel like we should take that moment. It's too many things going on. I'm too busy. You know, I'll get to it. I don't have the money right now. You don't even have to involve money with self-care. You could take your kids and set them down and make some Epsom salt body scrubs. And they don't know it's for you, you know? <laughs> like, help mama make this soap. They don't right. know that later on you're going to be sitting up with your bubble bath and your wine. And, you know, right. but it would, you involve the kids in the self-care routine. And that way you can get it done easier. So I have the detangler brush. I have a shampoo uh, uh, wash brush um coming out in a couple of weeks. I have, you know, flaxseed bonnets and things that women just need uh, to continue that self-care. And it was born out of the fact that women would come to shows when I was speaking, say, do you have something we can buy? We were so inspired by what you said and the education you gave. We want to take something with us. So it started like that, awesome. you know. And I think that when we look at ourselves and, as do, and, and you know, we're hairstylists, but we are entrepreneurs first. Yes. We are basically um, leading the reins on 
other women women looking at how we do what we do and how could it work for them? How could they step away from their nine to five, their corporate job and create their own venture? And so everything I do, I really try to make sure that I'm representing us in a way that inspires us. No one else but us to inspire us. It's all about us. So I'm really grateful to have been doing the brush. Uh, I've had the brush for like six, seven years now. I've lost track of time, actually. <laughs> Out here doing but, wonderful things. Yeah, yeah. And the brush has gotten knocked off, and I've gotten heartbroken, and then I recovered and realized that's business, and that's, you know, it's Alibaba, whatever. <laughs> it's just what it is. So anyone out there that, um, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you are starting a business, or maybe you have it, and it's kind of a little rocky, and you just kind of need to talk to someone, hit me up, y'all, because <laughs> sometimes we don't have anyone to talk to right? Um, in this business, or that understands what we do, you mm-hmm. know, so... It's definitely a journey and a process. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely. So with that, with the challenges and the barriers, um, how did you overcome that? A lot of prayer. (laughs) And, um, and, oh, there's a lot of my friends. I just moved, scrolled up. I have a bunch of friends on. Hi, guys. Hey, goddess women. I just have to, like, say hi to everybody real quick. But um, basically... I prayed a lot and I had, um, I have three people in my life that are my rock and they give me sound advice. They are always in my corner. So I know that I can trust what they say. Um, that has not always been in my life, you know, cause you go through different levels of, of your life and growth. And so I have three people, if I call them, and they're not even in the business like that. They just believe in in me, you know, um, and they give me great advice every time, you know. And the rest, honestly, when I start to tap in to my higher self, the answers always show up. They really do. You know, when I just sit for a minute and I'm kind of quiet and I'm looking for for the answer and no one's giving it to me. If I just sit and be patient, it'll show up. And a lot of times that patience is really the work. That's the work. It's sitting in silence, you know. Sit and feel. (laughs) And it took me a while to realize that. I'd be like... I mean, you know, I need an answer. God, you're not talking. Mm-hmm. No one's saying a thing. I need to know now. And I realize sometimes when you hear nothing, you hear everything <laughs> in that silence. For sure. That's you know? for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, amazing. Amazing. So what tips can you provide for others in the community who are seeking to become professional natural hairstylists as a business? So becoming a becoming a professional natural hair. Okay, so let's break it down. 
Becoming a hairstylist is easy. Becoming a good hairstylist is intentional. Mm. Becoming a professional hairstylist is where you want to go. Like that's professional anything, especially as a person of color. Mm. We need more examples of what that looks like. So when you set out to become a professional, mm-hmm. oh, that's when the work really goes down. Because that's when you start looking at what other people have created that you aspire to. Mm-hmm. And you take a little bit of what they have going on and a little bit of what you learn from them. And then you sit down with your thoughts and your ideas and you put them together. Sometimes what happens in that process is procrastination. Yes. Um, which we mirror as laziness. Mm-hmm. I'm still uncovering and trying to tap into why procrastination creeps up, especially in our community, as strong as it does. And is it something that goes back generationally where we unknowingly are sad, depressed, and tired? Mm. So maybe it's not laziness. Maybe the procrastination comes from the mental struggle, Mm -hmm. the emotional struggle that we endure on a regular basis. And so sometimes when we're setting off to do something and we sit down and watch a movie or play a video game or talk to our friends on the phone instead or go to dinner or whatever it is, it's really about how can I escape this work that I need to embark on, but I don't feel confident enough that I could see it through. Sometimes we don't feel smart enough to make mm-hmm. it happen. Or we feel like there's so many things, obstacles against us. And it's a talk that you have to have with yourself. Yeah. I have to do it daily. People look and they go, oh, you're here and you're there and you're successful. Mm-hmm. I still don't feel like I've arrived though. Mm. I still don't. The more money you make, the more money you want. Or need or want to have. And it's not even the money. It's the experiences. The creating. It's not about the money for me. It's about how I'm creating the possibilities to bring more. You know, more abundance. So it's in the creating part is where I get off on. It's like, okay, now what can I do? Because once you get where you're going, you kind of sit back and go, I thought it was going to be a bigger bang than this. You know, this is it. Okay, God, you know, I'm grateful. What else can we create? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Because you want that feeling again of like making it happen. Right. But it's that procrastination. It's like you're on this road and you're driving and all of a sudden somebody put a big hole in the middle of the road and a sign that says caution. Mm-hmm. So then you just stop the car and pull over and you don't go anymore. Well, how about going around? Maybe you got to get out the car and walk around that. Maybe you can't drive the car through it. But that's why you need the right people with you to help you keep going. Amen to that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 
And I was just saying that to my entrepreneur friends, like they don't get it. There's so much pressure when you get to a certain thrustle, so much pressure. And it's like, I need more. I need more encouragement, more push to keep going, you know? So I, I yes, 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 Miss Felicia. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 and I think my other issue is I, I'm always like, I'm always stuffing a bag. What is stuff in the bag? Stuff in the bag is putting so many other things before that last thing that you need to finish. <laughs> you know? I'm always like, okay, you know, I'm always creating something else. And so at the bottom of the bag is this one thing that I started a long time ago. I'll eventually get to it, but it's now at the bottom of the bag. So what my goal is, is how to clean out the space, clear up the space, clear up the energy so I can see straight through and stay focused. I call myself, I'm squirrely. Okay. You know what squirrels do? You ever yes. watch a squirrel? They're like this. <laughs> so it's like. I'm over here, then I'm over there, then I'm over here, then I'm over there. Mm -hmm. And I've operated like this for a while that has become my way of life. And I don't know if anybody else on here watching is squirrely, you know, but <laughs> don't feel bad if you are, you know. Um, it's just now at the age of 52, I'm going through this bag of things mm -hmm. and I'm trying to clean up everything and finish it, accomplish it, get it done. So that when I sit down at the end of the day, I can feel productive. So, if you're a squirrel, <laughs> join the squirrels out there. It'll be okay, y'all. Thank It'll you. Right. Yes, yes. So, Miss Felicia, what's next for you? So, there's a few things that I have going on. I don't really talk about them but I definitely feel proud uh, of them <laughs> I see some people say they're squirrely <laughs> they squirrel. <laughs> um, so I have I am a um, I, I'm a multiple streams of income type of person that's how I grew up my dad yeah. talked about it constantly yeah. um, anyone watching that sometimes when you hear people talk about multiple streams of income you're thinking it has to be on a large level. Like you have to invest in stocks and then have a, you know, a corp corporation doing this thing. And you, got, you can actually be having small little pieces of your money going in different places. Even supporting other women that have dreams and just really just giving and feeding into them. And so... My small, um, you know, little pieces of, of, of finances, I have a texture management, which is a uh, hair and makeup management company. And I started texture management because I got so busy and people were calling, uh, celebrities were calling to get their hair done and I couldn't do it all. And I felt like somebody who's, talented another hairstylist should be able to, to take this over and i started calling different hairstylists like hey i got a call from such and such do you want to you know take this job so 
what happened was it was happening a lot. And one of the hairstylists said, I'm going to send you 10% uh, because you're always hooking me up. And somebody said, you ever thought about creating an agency? They say, you know, you're always talking about you want to help other hairstylists and put them on. You can't do everything. What about, and it took me a minute. It took me like a year to, to go, I don't know. That sounds very scary. An agency, a management company, I don't know. Long story shorter, it's been uh, going on three years. There are 18 women all over the world um, in texture management. And I kind of keep it quiet because there's so many incredible, incredibly talented hairstylists out there mm -hmm. and when I talk about texture management they send me dms and I want all of them to be in there but I can't I can't you know right <laughs> so texture management I feel like I'm really giving back with texture management mm -hmm. really helping other hairstylists um you know be recognized and, and put them on and they want to be in industry or in the union just showing them you know how to go about it. Mm -hmm. And so texture management has been, I just didn't think I could do it. And I can't believe it's been uh, three years now that it's happening. Awesome. And then I have brush with the best, which is the brush, the brushes. And then loving your hair, which you spoke about earlier, that started from me just traveling around the world and educating women on their natural texture. So I've been to Africa, Europe, there's naturalistas everywhere. So, this is what I'm up to. And then, of course, I have Issa Rae and Lenny Kravitz. And those are my, like, top people that I stay with. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's really awesome to see African-American women, well, I'm just going to say black women, out here doing our thinking in community, uplifting, educate, educating, and pouring into people. And I think it's extremely important to have mentors mentors in our lives to help us stay focused and to help us continue to grow and to stay inspired in the things that we are doing mm -hmm. and i would love to uh, stay in contact with you because these gems that you're pouring out here into the community i'm like yes 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 i i need that and we have so many ideas and things that we want to do we just don't know how we, we don't know how. So, like, for instance, um, I'm, I'm in Detroit, and there are a lot of different hair schools. But where are the black hair schools? We, we don't have that. I would love to connect with people who are inspired and willing to teach other black women and men on natural hair care. I, I would love that. Love it, love it, love it. Yes, thank you, community. <laughs> They're still commenting about the squirrel. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I mean, you know, back in the day, if you were like that as a kid, or not even back in the day, still now, they're like, oh, she has ADD, or, you know, we, we, mm -hmm. we make these jokes like, oh, I got ADD. I just say I'm squirrely, you know, I'm... <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm up the tree, I'm down the tree, I'm across the street, I'm over here, I'm over there. And, yeah. <laughs> Is it Jalan George? Jalan? Jalan George. Yeah, squirrely girl, it's, it's okay. We got to help each other. Yes, yes. <laughs> what? 
again, thank you so much. I would love to stay in contact with you. Thank you, everyone, for being a part of the community today and chiming in and giving your <laughs> thoughts on the conversation. Ms. Felicia, is there any information that you want to share with the community on upcoming events, classes, or products that you are uh, giving out to the community? Um, yeah, just stay tuned. We're going to be doing some marketing coming up. I have a lot going on. And... Um, I'm really excited about it, about the future of where it's going. What I really want uh, anyone watching to to start, I don't know how, this is like really important to me that you guys really start um, looking into being very self-aware of what you want to create in your life. I really want any everyone watching to be more intentional. I don't think we realize that we're very powerful in our words, our thoughts, and our actions. You've heard this several times. And just the fact that I'm sitting here with you like this, everything you've seen in my life has been created by my words, my thoughts, and my actions. I have done creative visualization throughout my life, and it is the best tool you could ever use along with prayer to create your life. It don't matter what's going on in these streets, how they are treating us as people of color. We have a divine right to everything we want. And I just want everyone watching to know that and to use it. Do not sit idle and not use your powerful vibration and your words. That's all. Yes. Yes, very intentional. Yes, yes, very powerful. Ms. Felicia, thank you so much for thank your, you. your everything that you're doing and your words of affirmation, everything. The community, please rate, follow, subscribe to the podcast, Minding My Black-Owned Business, Women in Business. Also, follow, support our guest, Ms. Felicia Leatherwood. Have a wonderful Thank you. And I'll see you all soon. Thanks for having me. Bye, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy Father's Day. Have a beautiful day, y'all. Thank you for being a part of the conversation. If you have questions about today's episode, please shoot us an email at dopeblackbiz.com at gmail.com. See you all soon.